Hey guys, this is Rob, and welcome to question number 53. Should we just record this in the hot tub? It's my conversation with Andrew McMahon in a hot tub on the top of a cruise ship. Where do you live? In the city. Do you have a house? Apartment. On a rent? Rent. What do you do for a living? Lots of things. Where's your office? Don't have one. How come? It's a long story. Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. <laughs> with it man all right get for, it out for those of you joining us for the first time my name is rob morgan for the past decade i've been traveling the world as a bassist and music director this is my podcast where i sit down over drinks on location with intriguing people i've met oh, i got spit in my mouth i had to swallow that uh i sit down over drinks on location with <laughs> with intriguing people i've met this is not this is going so far from professional right now you say with drinking people you've met <laughs> Listen, intriguing people oh. I've met to try and get past what it is they do to find out who they are, why they do it, and what I can learn from them. That doesn't sound like a spiel, does it? No, that flew <laughs> off your tongue like butter. <laughs> Melted butter. I'm joined, as always, by my wife, my as friend. sometimes. I'm joined, as sometimes, <laughs> by my friend, my wife, my... Prepare your heart for it. I don't know why. I need to stop am, having you face the window when we do these. I'm like, a bird, a tree. We're sitting at our dining room table and typically, uh, let me paint the picture for anybody listening. I am sitting with my back facing. Uh, we've got these big bay windows uh, that face the outside. And I usually have Sarah facing those windows. I don't know why. It's just where we sit at the table. This yeah. is kind of, kind of where I plop myself down. Uh, and when I say this, her first reaction is to start listing things she sees outside. You've said bluebird, you've said... A bird, a tree, a candle on the table. All right, let's start this over. I'm joined, as always, by my wife, my friend, my... Typewriter! <laughs> so we'll just start listing things. Sarah, yeah. I am so thankful uh, that we don't have to deal with sponsors on this podcast, or else I would have to tell you that Guinness is the greatest beer known to mankind. Can I offer you Guinness? Yeah. Speaking of Guinness, I we have a bunch of Guinness swag here. I've got Guinness glassware, some that have their classic designs on it, and don't we have some Guinness glasses that say Mother's Milk on them? I don't know. That's on you, buddy. Yeah, we do. And if you've been following along with this podcast, <laughs> you know that Sarah's tagline she's been throwing out quite often is... Mmm, tastes like mother's milk. That's gross. Uh, anyways. Well, it's not. If you want to win, I think I've got some hats. We've your got some keychains. If someone's yum. Don't yuck my yum. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I won't yuck your mother's milk, <laughs> which is apparently a yum for you. Yeah. If you want to win Guinness swag, head over to iTunes rate comment and subscribe five stars only and we will pick uh some winners from there that's just kind of the hey Run let's just show some train. love 
uh, that's that's my ask for you. Do not feel you feel free at this point to not have. Don't feel like you need to go buy uh, any MeUndies or a purple <laughs> mattress or anything like that right now. Uh, all I ask is that you enjoy yourself some Guinness and rate, comment, and subscribe. MeUndies <laughs> <laughs> on I mean, iTunes because it really because it really does help us out. Okay, I let's let I want to dive right into this. I'm also pumped for this one. For those of you that have been living under a rock your entire life. Andrew McMahon, formerly of Something Corporate Jack's Mannequin, and now his project, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. I, I mean, my appreciation for Andrew, uh, I'm trying to think of how to explain it because it goes beyond just his music. Yeah, his music's great, but Andrew is so genuine. A few weeks back, I was playing on the same floating rock music festival called The Rock Boats. Uh, and Andrew McMahon and his crew were all rocking out on the same boat. So we got to hang out, spend some time bowling on the ship. It was great. But I had a chance to hang out with these guys, him and his band. So here's here's what's crazy about this. <laughs> Andrew, Give it to me. Give it to me. Andrew and I met up before we recorded this interview. We were talking about, okay, where do we want, where do we want to do this? There's so many options on the ship. And all of a sudden... The idea came to one of us. I think it was maybe his manager said, "Hey, your your suite has a jacuzzi out on your uh, balcony that overlooks the rest of the ship." So I said, "Hell yes! That is the weirdest location that I've ever I could ever think of for a podcast interview." So we sat there, microphones in hand, in a jacuzzi on the top of a cruise ship overlooking the Florida Keys, sun setting, romantic. Maybe we had some champagne delivered to us. Uh, had a little bubbly, had a little romantic. No, we didn't. We didn't have champagne, but that would have been nice. Yeah. So this is my conversation with Andrew McMahon in a hot tub in the wilderness. If we would were you in say? the wilderness. Do no, we were probably in the, one of the there? most touristy spots of the United States. No, do you know why I said that? Yes. Yeah. No oh, shit, Sherlock. Just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I... Oh my gosh, holy crap. I almost forgot to say, if you are in Minneapolis this week, Andrew is playing March 3rd at First Avenue, downtown Minneapolis. So go online, get tickets to the show if you are in Minneapolis. I'm going to be there. It's going to be great. We're going to hang out. Uh, holy Drink crap. Venice. How did I almost forget? I know. Oh, here's something. First Avenue is a legendary venue in Minneapolis, but across the street from First Avenue is O'Donovan's, mm. a great Irish pub. So maybe I'll throw this out there. If you are interested, I may be at the Andrew McMahon show. If you are interested in, should we do a meetup is my question. Would you guys, uh, whether you're going to the show or you're not going to the show, if you want to meet up with me and grab a Guinness across the street before or after, text or call the podcast hotline. The number is in the show notes below and let me know. Say, hey, I'm in. It will be done. It will be done. So let it be written. So let it be done. Uh, anyways, this is so this is my conversation with Andrew McMahon in a hot tub uh, over sparkling water, not champagne, that's still romantic, in the Florida Keys. The fact that we're sitting right here in a jacuzzi right outside your suite on the rock boat and we have this freaking awesome view behind us it's pretty amazing you can right? see you i'm looking at different islands of key west florida or the florida keys right yep. here this spot says so much about you as a person <laughs> right off the bat the fact that you got off you got out of the suite and you decided to go to like visit the like 
Florida Key West. Is that was that a hard decision right there? Like honestly, I'm, I'm like, just thinking of so many guys I know that I've toured with. We would be like, nope, screw it. I'm not going to deal with people. I'm going to stay in the room. I got a sweet view. I honestly almost didn't. Yeah, totally, and that's totally today. fine. Well, like for me, because this tour is going to be tough. It's the winter, yeah, and we started with like six shows in seven days or something like that. My voice, as you can tell, is like it's. It's actually in a pretty good spot for, yeah. for where we're at, but yeah. but after last night, like we usually don't do a show. I mean, my shows usually start at nine or nine thirty. Last night was like ten thirty to yeah. midnight with yeah. like an after party yeah. and the whole thing. So like I wasn't sure that I was going to just be even in the mood. But yes. when we docked today, and I got up and I like I I did I went and I like I went to the spa. I was like I'm going to just do a chill out and yes. then. Saw the text messages kind of popping up, and I was like, okay. This could I've be- never been to Key West. Like, for me, like, Hemingway was, you know, he's top five for me yes. as far as authors go. Like, I, I wasn't a huge reader in high school, and, and Hemingway largely was, like, he was one of the authors that got me into yes. reading as, a, as an adult. And, and I was like, how could I not go visit an island where this man found his uh, uh, muse for, for a number of years. And so, so yeah, I, I popped off the boat and we had, I thought we had a, a brilliant yeah. day on Key West. And Alex was saying, it yeah. just was awesome. I'm going to tell you right now that I would, I would not be back on the boat right now if it wasn't for hanging out with you guys. I would be oh, still stuck yeah. out there I mean, drinking honestly, mud runners. I wouldn't be back on, I probably would have stayed put and not even gotten back on the boat, period, if I weren't <laughs> We're playing tonight. Playing tonight. Yeah, yeah no, so I mean, good. I actually really fell in love with Key West. I've never been and I, 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 I loved it. There's an energy here. Totally. It is, I don't, I can't even put my finger on it, but besides, I mean, you get the partiers, the people that are coming off the boat. Yeah. But even besides that, almost like architecturally, you can feel... I had a great moment where I just decided to... So we went, we toured the Hemingway house, and then... Oh, you guys did? Uh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Did, uh, did you make it? You didn't. Make it yeah. over there? Oh, yeah. But, uh, but, but I did, and a, and a handful of the, of the band and, yeah. and, and crew and our, our girlfriends and wives all kind of made our yep. way over there. And, and, uh, and then I was supposed to wait for people, and I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to go take a little walk. And... Ended up on a couple of side streets yeah. with uh, uh, where it was just these really beautiful kind of bespoke little bungalows where it was legit people who live on this island. And I yes. got a little lost and had to ask for directions. And it was like they were just out there cocktailing and chilling. And, and I just got this little window into how, you know, some people have chosen this life you yes. know and, and I, I sort of live I love a, that I, I, I love live that. a version yes. of that life okay. in, in Southern California I live in a beach town yeah. and we, we I, I think there are people who probably wander Were down you my in street Southern California uh, it's like South South Orange County Maybe it's like right on the address right, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm right I'm like right yeah. on the border of like Orange and San Diego oh, yeah, yeah. County yeah. so um, and I'm sure people wander down my street and go like, "Wow, there are people who live here and people actually, actually do this. live here all the time." But, yeah. but I got a little taste of that yeah. on this island and, and enjoyed it. Oh a lot. man, I love I I love that almost trying to find a way to become a temporary local. Like even if you have an hour, maybe you have a half hour, whatever it is, get, get away from 
the like the craziness, the play like the straight forward trajectory of most tourists that are people that are going. Well, and cruise it, ships are are tough for that. Well, yeah, this I, is not I, built. Cruised, this is not built. This is the third time I've been on a cruise. Okay. The first time. All, it was when yeah. my wife and I had started dating. This was years yeah. ago, and we were just like, "Can we just not get back on the boat?" Like we yeah. wanted to. Yes. And I had a little bit of that, but I also really enjoyed that today. I feel like we got. I mean, we didn't get outside of the thrust of the the tourism yeah. per se, yeah. but I think we we enjoyed it. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. You know? It's like it's almost like a mindset thing. Yeah. Even if you're you don't have to necessarily get away. Yeah, because you're right. Cruise ships aren't necessarily built for the most uh, cultured experience you're ever going to have in your life. They, they can, there's a, there's a side of them that can not be very soulful. I mean, what I will say about this is that yeah. because I think there is a, uh, like a, a sort of objective, yeah. which is people are here to see music. Mm-hmm. Those are people I can relate to because yes. that's, Obviously, it's what I do, and and, yeah. and, and so, so this I I think having like a, a mission, which I think this boat has, has has made it a little easier to be uh, on it as a traveler. And obviously, this room is not hurting. <laughs> this room is not hurting the experience at <laughs> yeah. all. Man, it is it is interesting being on. I was I've never I've done a cruise before myself. I've never done I've never played on a cruise before before this, and it has. A vibe to it. I was a little apprehensive just because I didn't know yeah. what the what the environment would be. But it is really cool how much like people on this boat love music, mm-hmm. and they don't. I mean, I would. It sounds weird to say that I feel like they love music almost more than I do. Almost, well, I would. I think they're like. I think there's a sense that, at least from what I gather, is a lot of people. This is their one vacation a yes. year, and they choose to do it. Yes, it's because it's a cruise, but I don't. I. I think it's actually because it's a floating festival. Yeah, yeah. It's like people are like, yeah. oh, I can see this band and this band. Mm-hmm. And they know, I think, because so many of them come year after year, that they're going to see bands they like because the the people involved curate artists that, yes, that they're going to enjoy yes. seeing, you know? And, uh, There's like a trust built. Yep. Yes. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Big bonds. Yes. Totally. Everyone knows each other, and you don't you don't have to think of like, well, okay, who's playing here? But you have to you know that it's going to be something you yep. like, and it's worth checking out. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Everybody has that. Man, I okay. This getting off. I was curious about something. You you mentioned you were thinking about staying on. The texts from the guys were coming in, and maybe yeah. this is a, a random side tangent, but how that makes me just wonder how you function like on tour because everybody functions differently. Do you? push yourself to go out and like and have experiences where you're at or are you very do you value listening to your like your own self uh like okay what am i feeling if if you just feel like hanging out inside laying yeah. low laying low while you're in the city you listen to that so you can be healthy like how do you find that balance personally does that make sense I th- yeah well i th- i think the i mean the the biggest thing is preservation of voice yeah and yeah and more, yeah 100%. even with that in mind I regularly make decisions that <laughs> that fly in the face of of, of that being a wise situation. Oh, you got my toothpaste. Oh yes. Thank you, sir. Personal tooth. You can sign it. Sure. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. A little po- a little uh, toothpaste. I got a little toothpaste delivered. Yes. Um, but. 
but yeah, I mean, ultimately, like, I have to do a show yes. every night. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, the hardest thing for me is that, like, I've always been a... Uh, I have a hard time saying no. Yes. And and it's because I'm a people pleaser. So, like, I... I have fr- I, we make friends in all these cities. We, like, we, yes. we... You get to know people and... You're excited to see them. Yeah. And a lot of times I think the trick for me is knowing that moment where it's like, yeah, you want to hang and yeah, you want to go to that bar and have a drink or see that friend or, or go eat that meal before the show. Yeah. And I've, I've been doing this for almost 20 years. Yes. I've, I've yet to get good at at drawing that line and saying, you know, this is what I yeah. want to be doing. Yeah. Is it what I should be doing? Yes. You know? 100%. Um, so, like, I mean, I've had to cut a lot of things out. Like, I've, I've had to, like, you know, I, I, had, I had to quit smoking weed. I had to, like, I had to quit drinking brown alcohol. Like, I've had to... Like, brown alcohol. Yeah, the yeah. whiskey gets me. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, a, there are a handful of things that, like, I've had to do over the years to, like, yeah. to try and manage yeah. what I know is... is yes. Both my strength and my weakness, which is saying yes because I want to experience everything there is mm-hmm. to experience, um, but but for the most part, no. I mean, like I like to go. I like to walk in a city. Yeah. I like to I like to see the town. I like to, you know, I like to get lost in 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 the places that we we play, and I like good coffee. Yes. Um. I like good food, and I like to get a good cocktail. Yes. Man, I I have this. I have a travel philosophy personally that it's so important, just at least for me personally, it's so important to have a direction of someplace to go because that opens up so many other things that you'll see on the way and you can be flexible going there. But the cool thing about that, even people that don't drink coffee that I tour with, I've I've been trying to tell some of my friends like, man, no, it's a really cool thing because it's just as a trajectory of you to find a place it gets you away from where you are yep. and you're going to see so many other cool things. Well, it's cultural, you know, like yeah. th- that's yeah. like the thing about food and coffee and cocktails, yep. which yes. I think are like the trifecta for me. Oh yeah. Um, is that it leads you to art. Yeah. It leads you to people. It leads you to, to sort of the, the curators of local culture. Um, so when you wake up and you're like, instead of, going to a Starbucks which I don't have yeah. any I don't have any beef with Starbucks yeah. like truthfully like they are lifesavers in many situations but like when you end up in a city and you can find oh this is the coffee shop where like people are trying to like really cultivate something special then you meet somebody who says like oh well there's this thing going on down here like you're saying mm-hmm. you know and it's the yes. same thing it's the oh, same thing that. with food culture it's the yeah. same thing with 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 cocktail culture that the people who like People who are sort of refining what they put into their bodies. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are thinking outwardly, you know, and I think there's something yes. beautiful about that. Yes. There's something about, I, I just, I call it, because I don't have a better word for it yet, I just call it nerding out. There's like a, the type yeah. of person that's willing to nerd out about something yep. and take it to the max. I don't care if it's something I've never experienced before or something I'm not necessarily into. If you have the personality that does that, then I know that we're going to have something we can connect on. Totally. Because I've done that in totally. my life. And it sounds like you value that too. Yeah. I mean, you have to. Well, and, and, and our whole crew does too. Yeah. And that's, it's also kind of what makes it beautiful about traveling with yeah, people yeah. who have a like mind. Yeah. It's like, because if you wake up 
late, somebody has already found the spot. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's a good chance. Yeah, if, I like, love that. Oh, I'm, so like, cool. I'm up early, but, like, our crew's up earlier sometimes, and it's like, where did you go? Yeah. And and it, and it becomes this thing, and we do, we really, and uh, speaking to this yeah. whole, like, why it's hard yeah, yeah. at the end of the night to say no, because you end up meeting all these exciting people who have stories to tell and, and you know, who aren't there necessarily for your show. Okay, yeah. But, but who you've met because you're doing a show and you're in their town and, and, and you make like lifelong friendships that way. Yes. Oh man, that's so good. Okay, that's, maybe I'm, t- maybe I'm, I mean, we got a little, uh, <laughs> so we got a little Sister Hazel now. Chad back. Sister okay. Hazel's coming down. Maybe I'll wait. Who knows? They're just they're just hosting the ship. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. This is cool that they've been doing it for years. I'll let it play in the background. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm thinking about this too deep. Maybe I'm, I'm I'm like reading in this stuff too deep. But you mentioned even Starbucks, which is nothing wrong with that. And I'm just thinking about myself and how I've changed over the years. And Starbucks is a a great like example of how I've changed touring, because when I first started out. It was the place I would go because I knew I was comfortable. You're on the road, right? And you're look, you're constantly looking for things that may like uh, things you know what to expect. You know what it's going to taste like. Has that, uh, and that's now evolved for me where I'm like I I want some, to go in a direction, try something I haven't tried before. Right? Do you try to? I'm just wondering like how much of you tries to find things that are like the comforts of home, or do you complete? Are you totally cool getting rid of those and like? I'm going to be on the road for tour and I'm a, everything's going to be new and I'm just keep myself open to it. Well, I think, I mean, I am a creature of habit. Yeah, so it's like, I wake up and the first thing I do is find coffee. Yeah. But do I try, you know, like, do I try and find Starbucks right away? No, I try and find like whatever the, the coffee shop is. It's yeah. going to, you know, but I'm still looking for, for coffee, the coffee in the yes. morning. You know? Do you guys travel, like, by the way, uh, with coffee, like a coffee maker? I mean, we have a French press yeah. on the bus. Like an yeah, do you guys yeah, do the yeah, aeropress yeah, thing? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, but but I usually just go find, somewhere. Yeah, it doesn't take you out. But that's but that said, like if that coffee shop doesn't deliver, I will go to Starbucks as a backup. Yes. Yeah. Every time, because like I I need caffeine. Yes. To start every day. Yeah. You know, like even at home, I bought my own. I have like my own espresso yeah. machine, yeah. and I I do my I foam my own milk. I do the I steam my own milk. The whole deal, mm-hmm. because I was realizing I was spending like thousands of dollars a year at home on coffee, and I was like, dude, just yeah. figure out how to make it the way you like. Yeah. It's the same thing. I like at home. That's why I make cocktails at home because it's like, well, yeah, I can go out and spend twenty bucks on a cocktail that I yeah. may or may not like. Yeah. So like, when I'm on the road, I mean we. There are those creature comforts, but yeah. but they are also like. But there's adventure built into those because you're still, you're still seeking, yes, the local version That's of so that good. creature comfort. Yeah. If that 100, makes sense, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not. Yeah, it, you you know you're still going for coffee, but you're finding someone else is making that. And something you could, the shop could be different. You'll meet someone new. Well, it's the same thing yeah. with food. It's like, I mean, I started touring before cell phones were ubiquitous, yes. and and like. And I was a vegetarian then, which that just meant you ate Taco Bell effectively. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. you know, so now 
with Yelp and Eater and other like apps and other other ways to like source food culture. Yeah, like, yeah. like now we go, we get to go eat at these like incredible restaurants. I mean, it really is like it's a great time to be whether it's a band on tour or just traveling you can yeah. really like you can quickly peel back the layers of of tourism in a city and get to like the heart of what is exciting about uh yes. a, about a city yeah. and and i think for me that's one of the things i look forward to the most about about yeah. traveling now man that's that's really fascinating because there i don't know if you that old there was always that old shtick with touring of like, oh man, yeah, you get to see the world, but you're seeing it outside your hotel window. But now in 2019, you have no excuse. You can have, you can freaking pull out your phone and know exactly where everything is and somebody you don't know you will can, pick you up and take you there. You can find a great museum. You can find, yes. I mean, there's stuff you can find every day. And yeah. of course, some days you just want to just go to bed. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. but uh, I would say now more so than ever, like, I have places in every city. I'm like, oh, we gotta go hit this spot or uh, yes. this spot, and then yeah. and then you expand that as you as you continue to, to go back. Yes, and someone someone you meet knows this spot. Oh, you gotta check out this. Totally. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Totally. Do you log any of that with like Google Maps at all? I, I don't. don't know if you have like a like. A I mean, I mean, I mean, I log yeah. it in my mind. But you I mean, to, but, but you know. I, yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like, good Mikey, our, Mikey, our bass player, he's like, he's he's ascending the ranks of of Yelp reviewer. He's yes. trying to become like. The what, Yelp elite, I, yeah, he's, he's I trying, think that's, yeah, yeah. He's trying, and I respect it. He's like, he's like, dude, they invite you to parties and blah blah. Oh, so yeah. he's like, he's reviewing like crazy. Yes. Like, I always feel so uncomfortable about reviewing mm -hmm. because my the only time I move to review anybody is if I've had the best experience or the worst. And with the best experience, I'm I'm happy to put something down. Yeah. With the worst, I'm. I also like I have friends whose livelihoods rely upon Yelp reviews. Yeah. And I'm also willing to accept that sometimes you just have a bad experience yes. and doesn't mean you need to take somebody down for it. So, so, <laughs> totally, so, yeah. so I sort of struggle yeah. with, with that. Like, I, you know, like I, I don't love the idea of being a critic. I mean, I'm critical, but I don't yes. feel the need to, uh, project that yeah per se. man are you that's interesting because my my wife's actually similar to that where she is the yelp elite and but she doesn't she's i think she does oh, this sounds so the weird aristocracy. She, she's in the aristocracy see of the uh, the yelp atmosphere of the, right. the cultured feel no but she she does that but she does it in a really cool way i think because i feel the same way you do of Man, now you have everybody who everybody who has access to a phone can just say whatever they want. Totally. And everybody thinks they're the the, the a, a critic or a professional, yeah. and their their uh, opinions the best or whatever it is. But Sarah's is really cool in the same way of like she she puts specific things down yeah. of like, hey, we tried this, it. I thought of this, this was our experience, the thoughtfulness. Yeah. Uh, do you have you experienced? Well, I'm sure you have with music stuff. How do you? I mean, because you're on the flip side of that, just like a chef would be to Yelp uh, reviewers. Yeah. When they're like, you're coming in, you haven't spent your life right, devoted to right, this, right. this thing that, that I'm doing. And now you're on the flip side where you're, you're the same person. You're, you're a songwriter, and now people, anybody with two thumbs can right. sit and write like an iTunes review or like a YouTube, a YouTube comment and stuff like that. Right. Are you careful about the stuff you take in as an artist? Totally. Like people's opinions? Yeah. Do you I, filter that? You know, 
I'm like a, I'm just a firm believer in what you ingest. Yeah. Mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, I mean, I, I think you, you, yes, there's this chance that you could be bordering on like willful ignorance yeah. or whatever it is. Uh. But I, but I, you know, politically, all of these things, like I feel like we're in a very interesting time where so much information is being fed to us. And it's not that it's the information that is, uh, it's not necessarily a reflection of reality. Yeah. It's what is being fed. I'm, we're going, oh, yeah. I'm going way oh, deeper yeah. on this Did question take, for you. I, I love this. But, but I, love, the, I love where you're going with But this. the point yeah. being is like, I think spiritually to be whole, yeah. uh, what you take in to your mind and your body on a daily basis is, is, is sort of what you're going to give back yeah. to the world. And like, yes, I understand that people are listening to the music that I make and making judgments about it. And it's the same way that I listen to music and make judgments about music. It, 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 but it doesn't change yeah. that. Like I made that, you know, especially it's like yes. the idea yeah. of sitting here and like listening to a review of a record that I put out, like, of course I encounter them from time to time. Yeah. I prefer the good ones, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I don't seek. Okay. Uh, I don't seek feedback. Yes. You know, I, I'd say the worst of my feedback seeking is like after a show, because like to me, a show is much different than hmm. the writing of a song. Like I look at at a show as a as a more objective space, whereas I look at the creation of art as a more subjective space. It, with a show, like I consider myself a performer. I can I consider myself uh, as as putting on. An yeah. act, so to speak. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. So if people don't vibe yeah. on that performance, yeah. then I actually, that that matters to me. So yeah, I, yeah. Do, I do dig deeper into those kind of yeah. uh, critiques. Where do you go Where do you go for critiques like that? Is it just your your bandmates, In, your Instagram, crew, your friends? Instagram, maybe occasionally okay. a show review yeah. or something like that. But I don't seek them. It's, okay. just, it's just easier to find because yeah. that stuff comes in real time. Yeah. With records and stuff like that, I mean... It's floating I, out there. Yeah, it's like, so but I'm not. I'm not like going to like see what the latest review yeah. is on my on my latest record. You yeah, know? like because if I did that, the truth is like, I would have had records that that when they first were released, you know, I don't want to say got panned, but didn't get well received. And then a year later, I've got people coming to me saying like, that's the best music you've ever made. And so I I think a lot of things with art like yes, I, yes. I think I think art has to almost. It has to enter the bloodstream before it's really understood, you know? And, and so I think to try and, like, I mean, I can think of so many records that were so average yeah. that ended up being, like, the Metacritic fucking hero of the <laughs> yeah, day that will a- not be listened to yes. in a decade, yes. you know? Yeah. Whereas it's got no there, legs. Where there are records that, like, didn't even fucking, you didn't even hear it splash when it hit the water that a year later are the thing, you know, is the music that we're like talking about, yes. you know? And, and oh. so, so I, I, yeah, I, I try, I just try to like talk to my Man, friends yeah. and talk to my family, talk yeah. to my people on are a daily basis. Are you naturally confident? Cause it, it, it no, feels like you're no, naturally confident Not with that. even close. I'm the worst. I, yeah, I'm, I'm the worst at that too. And I'd wonder if you were, if that's no, a natural thing or something you've I'm, had to I'm like. ferociously, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I I lack. It's not that I'm not confident. Yeah. But I'm in. But I'm insecure. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Oh, man. If that makes sense. Yes. Well, okay, for you, what's the difference between insecurity and not confidence? I think confidence is something that you portray. Yeah. And I, I, I think of it almost as a superficial, like, fake it till you make it thing. Yeah. You know, I think that confidence is something that you have to project outwardly. Yes. And I think oh, especially man. if Hell you're yes. in, insecure, it yeah. is helpful to put on yes. an air of confidence so that you can make it through yes. those times, you know? Yeah, totally. And, yeah, and there, are, there are days where I'm like, I'm really good at what I do. But there are an equal amount of days where I'm like, I feel like... I'm like an imploding fucking star. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, oh, yeah. And, 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 and I, and I oh, but man. I think it's essential yes. to creation that if you if you really think you're that great, I don't, I don't know how long you can last doing this. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just a certain. Maybe there are those people. I mean, you know, Kanye's yeah. gotten away with it for a long time, but he seems ferociously insecure as well. So yeah. Man, that, that's outwardly confident. Yes, exactly. man, it is funny that we. I've just. I'm stuck on that. This quote I've heard that we judge others by their action. No, we judge others by their actions, but we judge ourselves by our intentions. Interesting. So this yeah. thought of like we, we as uh, oh shit, I just said of like my my wife listens to these. And yeah. By the way, and she called speaking of, speaking of being like insecure and confident. She, I have she's my greatest filter, and so she pulls in like. By the way, you said this vocal phrase that means nothing, this vocal filler phase that means nothing right now, and you've said 20 times, you need to knock the hell off. So I'm, I'm, just, th I'm just thinking, so I'm, yeah. I was thinking about it because I just said, uh, I've been trying to not say of like, but, but the, re the, reason I'm, the reason I'm saying this and I'm calling myself out is because I'm wondering uh, who, who, who in your life is that person who you, is it your wife that is like, is your North Star of, of like, okay, you're doing something cool, you're on the right path. Is it purely internal or do you have some key people she in keep, your life? She keeps me calm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, my, my wife is not moved by the, the, the world yes. that I inhabit. Yes. It doesn't, she doesn't care. She's like, I mean, she cares because it's, it's a part of who I am. Because it matters to you, and, and she yes. and, and she and she cares. You know, it's not that she's dispassionate about my art or doesn't have an opinion about it, but it's not why she's with me. Yes. You know, so like it's very easy for her to just step back and just be like, "Dude, I've seen you in this cycle a million times. Mm -hmm. Chill the fuck out. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be okay." Uh. You know, which is is very grounding you know oh yeah and she's also like when i'm really worked up she's also the person to look at me and just be like don't take yourself so fucking seriously yeah. dude you're like you're not that that important yeah you know like yes. um that fine line of being able to like call you out in a way that's not being not going to break you and no. essentially I mean, i'm just thinking myself and because it's a fine line if it's too far I'm like oh you're right and just want to melt into the couch but like but enough no, to she, empower you. But she's she's great like that. My yeah. like my my manager's great like that. Yeah. You know, like there are a handful of people who like are very uh who are very important mm -hmm. when I get deep into process, which I have to. You know, like it's it like it is who I am, it's how I create. And there are moments when I'm deep in process that I'm like not easy to be around and mm. and can find myself and can end up making bad decisions if I don't have mm. some guidance. Yes. And I'd say like, you know, my manager, my wife, they're both they're both people would be like, yo yo, yeah, you got this. Don't stress. Yeah, you know, and 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 
it can be as simple as that. Where it's yeah. like, okay, the people actually know who know me, you know, mm-hmm. aren't aren't concerned. And conversely, like there have been times where on either occasion they've been like, we need to recalibrate. This needs work. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, so my instinct is right. Yeah. But otherwise, that instinct is just me just flailing into an abyss <laughs> totally. and, and then going like don't yes. go there you're fine oh, man. oh yeah you're you you're know. fine and then you have no idea if there's any sort of subjectivity at all yeah. involved yeah you're you are reading my mail right now <laughs> that's yeah. so funny okay so like if you're in if you're you're talking about process which i i i, I love process this album yeah. so if, if if there if someone decided to make a movie of you and this last album that you just put out uh, and we're at the scene of you're deep into the process, like you were just talking about. Where you're yeah. deep in the process. What what would that look like? It, paint a picture for me. I, okay, so it would be charmed for like the first three quarters. Okay. Right? Like it was a pure writing process. Wake up in the morning. Like I built a process out of my house. I was like, I'm going to write this record at my house. I have this beautiful back house little it's like a it's a garage that yes. I converted but it's a yeah. little cottage and wake up make the coffee for my mm-hmm. for my wife and I do breakfast for my daughter send Cecilia off to school go into my little hole write yeah. write the first idea that that moves me put it down get a verse or two in ship it off to to my manager and be like yo check this thing out and oh and, yeah yeah like that that, that bounce back totally yep. you know that's cool. I really dig that. Go further. You know, like just just a that was like a month of of that. Yeah. 6 weeks of that. Yeah. But it wasn't even like it wasn't even with the intention of making a record. It was just like, "Oh, check out these little things I'm doing in my yeah. in my house." Yeah. But I did it. As okay, a, so you weren't setting off in the sense of like, "Now I write songs for this album." No, no, just, no, no. Now just, I was just having fun. I was just having fun and and it, and so it just That's became cool. this this thing. It. And then 4 or 5 weeks in, it was like all of a sudden, I'm having this conversation with with Jonathan, who, who managed me. We're just like, yeah. we should record this. Like, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Like, I and and for me, it was like it was so free. And then I think there's something about when you flow into into creativity freely that you should capture it. You know. Mm. And oh, man, so then it was like, let's call heavy, Butch. Yeah. Let's call Butch. Like, I I've known Butch for years. Yeah. We share a manager. It was like, Butch is the guy for this. So then it was like, you know, a month of that. Then I left, I and mean, it was all great. You know, it was yeah. just like, j- there was no pressure. Nobody expected a record, so yes. we just made a record. Yeah. And then I went on tour for the Pen and Piano, Yeah. which was this epic, like, sold-out, hysterical, whatever. Yeah. Record's basically <laughs> done the whole yeah. time. And you're just sitting on it. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, let's mix it. And yeah. then mix it. Mix was not the easiest thing, but it, but it, it got done still pretty painlessly. Then it's finished and sitting on a shelf for like four or five months mm-hmm. because nobody expected we were going to make a record. We have to like make a plan to put it out. Those months, yeah, I was fucking mess. Really? The second the record was done, the easiest record I've made in years, second yes. it was done, I just literally beat the shit out of myself. Really? Day like in all and day just out. the second guessing just starts coming in. I don't even know if it was that. It or was what? Just, it, what is it? I don't know. I could not. I think it was like because the process was so easy. I felt some weird. Uh, like uh, there was uh-huh. some. There's some weird mental. It should be harder than bake. this. Yeah. So I just yeah. made it hard on myself. Yeah. So I just beat yes. myself up. Yes. And 
and now it's out and I'm fine. Yeah. The day that it came out, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm good. Yeah. But ask what it was like to live in my house for like the mm-hmm. three or four months before that. And it was oh, not man. Fun. Yeah, it was just miserable. That is, that's fascinating. What we kind of, what we, it, like you just said, we, if it's not there, the stress isn't there. Well, there, there needs to be something. There's something's wrong. Something I, I've got to push through something to make mm-hmm. this album. It shouldn't come this easy. So that was that. Dude, that's so awesome. Man, is it, do your, do your past wins, uh, do those, do your past wins ever help you? And by wins, I mean the things in the past where you've been in the same situation. I'm just, I'm just thinking about being in that situation can't have been the first time right. and you've done it. You've put the record out and it's great. You look backwards and you're oh, what the hell was I thinking? What was I, what was I making this harder for? Do, are, do all those past wins make it easier or do those just not even matter? Is every time you put an album out, just reset mentally? I assume on some level, yeah. yes. I mean, there are mistakes that I don't make. Yeah. Okay. Again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but but on some level, you're, it is starting over. Yeah. It's still, you know. No, it, Something totally different. It's its own thing. It's its own yeah. beast. You know, like, and, and, I, and I think history complicates that, too. I mean, the wins and the pitfalls and all those things it's hard not to it's hard not to put yeah. you know put your history up against your present and and oftentimes to romanticize your history versus you know oh and, yes yes and, I, and I, I think that like I mean it's funny like yeah. we're talking about this tour we like put out the first week of this tour and like it's been a behemoth of a production to get out yeah. you know and with my rose tinted glasses I look at our last tour and I'm like sold out it was magic every night oh my god we 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 were just we were on fire yeah you know and i forget all of the days that i woke up and called my wife or talked to my therapist or whatever and was like oh my god the middle of the set is dragging so hard i just (laughs) want to fucking kill everybody and Uh, you know like what the fuck have i done why am i out here right now you know what i mean and like and but it's so easy to take the the finer points yes. or the lesser points or whatever and latch on to what those are yes. and then convince yourself that whatever you're doing is more important or less important or whatever. Yes. And so I, tr- I yeah. am trying hard yeah. to, to be more present-minded, yeah. but it's hard. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Man, I don't know if you follow Malcolm Gladwell at all or oh, read yeah, any yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He has his Revisionist History podcast is... I'm completely addicted to it's amazing and he has a whole episode on memory and he's just talking about going back and how our memory plays tricks on us and even how we like you're just saying the rose-colored glasses you look backwards and uh, they've they've lined up I don't know they just brought some people in talking about a past thing that happened they were all nostalgic about it yeah they're like well we've got your journals here we've got these things here that say it doesn't line up with what you're saying totally and how we we do we do that and the it's, it's just interesting the longer you go memory's a bitch yeah. memory's a bitch yeah dude I have a horrible memory I I'm, Me too. I'm the worst at that I have to write stuff down I'm actually pretty like fortunate for my bad memory I feel like really I think so yeah yeah I mean it doesn't help when you I'm, see people that you toured with like literally five months ago that yeah. you don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but I it can yeah. it can it can help you stay a little bit more present. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. That's that's I like that you're putting it in a positive spin because I'm like, oh man, what the hell is wrong with me? My memory is, it, I mean, even to the point if if a family member caught me off guard after a show, I would be, I I would I would say something dumb. Not that I wouldn't remember who they are, but there's just this. 
the recognition of dude there have been running. you know there have been years where there have been and I shouldn't even attest to this but like where there have been people like on my wife's side of the family who I know oh yeah you totally know see, <laughs> see, like I don't see all the time maybe yeah. once a year yeah but like yeah. you should know there are, there are people in my own family yes it's like you should know that me. <laughs> yes, totally. Like, you're 36. Yes. You've been doing this a long time. And, yes. And they're, I mean, and I see the fans who Absolutely. I see time after time after yes. time who will come to me and agree. And I just have to look at them squarely <laughs> in the face and be like, I know that we're friends. Yeah. I know that we've shared a lot. Yep. But I can't. I for the life of me, remember what name I need to yes. put on this poster. Do right you now. do you do we call yourself and be like, can you give me your name again? Or yeah, you, usually. I mean, because I'm such unless, a people, I'm a unless, people pleaser. Unless I, I wanna, fake, like, unless I can fake it, and yeah. I know I can get away with it. But they yeah. know me so well, yeah. they would know if I were lying, and I think they appreciate yeah. it more if I'm yeah. just like 100 percent honest. And the thing is, some days I will remember. Yes, and some yeah. days I won't. Yeah. I, and the funny thing is, if you're if you're like me, it has nothing to do with the the other person, the value of them, no, or the inner value of the not interaction. at all. You could have had the oh oh sorry yeah we uh, we we dated for ten years. Sorry about that. I told <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I haven't done anything that bad, man. Once I will say this, this is embarrassing. I once after a show, I did a particularly uh, stressful show, and I, I was dating my wife at the time, and we had been dating for no, we were married. We were a year and a half been being married. And there's I just, that memory. That, oh man, and, yeah, there's my memory coming in. And it's not, I didn't, not that I didn't forget her, but I was in such autopilot after a show. And you know, hey, thanks for coming out. Hey, it's good to see you. Thanks for coming out. She, she after the wife. show, she oh. goes, she says something and she's like, hey, I'm going to go home because we, we were playing in town. Great she's like, hey, I'm going to go home. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, totally. I'll see you back at home. Thanks for coming out. Uh, thanks for coming <laughs> out to this. It was good to see her. And she stopped me and she, she pulled me and she goes, I know you're in the middle of this. You're in autopilot mode. If you ever do that to me again, there's gonna be hell to pay. You're you're, 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 yeah. But she, she was totally cool about it. She yeah. knew you're in. I was in autopilot mode. But I wonder if that has to do. I don't. That maybe doesn't have to do with my memory as much. But well, it's just a part. Uh, that's part the, of it. that's the show process. You know. Yes. What I mean? you know, yeah. As people pleaser, you have this thing baked in where you're. It's a hospitality yeah. business too. You know, yeah. like like I grew up in hotels. My mom. Yeah. My mom manages hotels. Uh, I grew up carrying people's bags to the room. Yes. So I had a script, you know, and I had a way to engage with people that like would make sure they were pleased, might get me a tip, you know, and like I, you wow. just carry that, you yeah. carry that with you, yeah. and and it's not to be disingenuous. It's like I am genuinely grateful for everybody I meet at these shows, but sometimes you're just like you you sink into a, a script. You know, because you want to show appreciation, and it's yes. and and so you, rather than doing what your mind might otherwise do, which is like, holy shit, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't eaten, I haven't slept, and my voice is so tired. You, you're like, you want mm-hmm. to give people an experience that means something to them, and so you, you, you have some of these go tos. Yeah, and that is a, you know. But but the funny thing is, and you know as well as I do, yeah. some of these fans they know you so well they're like, yeah 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 yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I know, I, 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 I know, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 God love which them is for cool. That. Yeah, man, that is okay. That's interesting to me because I was talking to Alex, and there's only there's been a handful of projects I've been on where it just it almost seems can't like stand the heat. Get out of the hot tub, Wachowski. <laughs> 
dude. Uh, well, there's so there's been like a vibe and a, a kindness, or like a, almost it feels like a family on the road. And yeah. Alex has always mentioned it feels that way being out with you. Yeah. Uh, and just the the way you interact with fans and the way you interact with crew. Do you think you lug in people's uh, people's luggage upstairs in hotels? Do you think that has how much of an impact has that played on how you view people lugging your luggage up in hotel rooms? Totally. Is that still? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's I like know. you know this this room that we have. Like, there's a guy yeah. that's like supposed to get me whatever I need, and I'm just like, dude, I'm good. Thank yeah. you. I'm cool. Yeah. Um, no, I. I think, I think just, I, growing up in hotels and then, growing up as a get, you know, like coming up as a guest in hotels. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have had my very shitty days where <laughs> I have oh, yeah. not been pleasant. But you can't help it. Hysterically, a lot of that comes from like I have, you know, you have an expectation of how to how you should be treated yeah. because you grew up treating people like as a as a fifteen, fourteen, sixteen year old kid. I was raised before that, before I even worked in hospitality, mm -hmm. I was raised by my parents to always be polite. Yeah. That the customer was always right. Yeah. And that you chase down an answer for the person that asks you for it, you know, especially when you're working for them or work in some mm -hmm. industry, you know, so like, so. Because that can go the, both ways because that can make you like, hey, listen, I've been there. I know what you should be doing. I know what good service is. That ha that can happen for sure. And then sure. the other side is I know what but, it's like to ha be on where you're you at. Know, and I'm, innate, I'm innately polite, mm. but when people are discourteous, um, there is a lever that can be pushed in me where yeah. I will fucking lose my mind. Yeah. You know? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. But... but Again, like just as we get older and you just try and have empathy and you try and you try and put yourself in other people's positions, you just realize that not all people were fortunate to be raised by really mm. good people. Yeah. Not all people were, were raised yeah. to be polite. Not all people had the good fortune that I had to have a job as a young person that taught yeah. me how to interact with the world and then got to tour and do what I love for a living, you know? Yes. So like so I am trying more now yeah. than before to just be like, dude, you were really lucky, you know, yeah. like for as unlucky as I've been in a million ways, you know, yeah. and for the misfortunes that I've encountered, I still like, I was raised with a lot of love, yeah, you know, uh -huh. and, uh -huh. and I was given a lot of love and I was, you know, and I was put in a position that my passion and my talent was something I was fortunate enough to pursue and yeah. be successful at, yeah. and I, I, I have to acknowledge that that is a very, very good hand to be dealt, and yes. I've worked that hand hard, and not everybody has that, yeah. you know. And and so I, I really like, especially when it comes to crew. Like we talk about crew and being yeah, family. Yeah. When I've had crew members who are rude to to hands or rude to hotel staff yes. or or short with people, um, it is like the number one way you get fired off my crew. Really? Number I one. I respect that. <laughs> number one way. Because I, I, I mean, I, I'm convinced that the, the best way to judge someone's character is watch how they treat somebody that they don't need. And they're, or somebody, to watch how they treat someone that can't get them somewhere else. Yep. Or like, so whether it's, uh, 
wait staff like you're saying or yep. anybody else that's just part of the uh, touring experience the stagehands that are, are going to disappear tomorrow that you don't give a crap about but you know it's but as we well know it's like if yes. you do this long enough you're going to see all of those people yes you yeah. know okay and, and, uh, I, and, I, and i've good. i've been in a situation where like i've had i've had crew who you know i mean you end up on a mm -hmm. tour you can't just you can't just just ax people yeah, on yeah. the fly but like where i've had crew that have been really heavy-handed with with uh uh stage hands mm -hmm. and venue staff and fans and the goodwill that you build up mm -hmm. in years of travel can be torn down in six weeks with one bad actor i mean it is it is yeah, fast and really and heavy. and yeah. it is uh, you know and 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 it should be a lesson to anybody forget whether you work in my mm -hmm. business or our business or whatever like being being decent is is so essential because like a lot of the guys who i knew that weren't decent on the way up that yeah. had big rises mm -hmm. have had very precipitous falls really yeah uh, well i mean i say really like i like mm -hmm. i don't 100 percent agree with that which i do there aren't a lot of assholes at the top. I really find like I know. A, I mean, I know. I mean, I'm they yes. they exist. Yeah. But but it's so funny because it's a question I get asked all the time. Oh, is that band that you told you you ever deal with like people? I'm like, yeah, occasionally mm -hmm. somebody's heavy-handed or rough. Yeah. You know, but like, I would say the majority of my touring career, the worst that I've been treated has been by acts who have achieve success so quickly mm, that they just didn't realize yeah, the yeah. etiquette of what you do on the climb. Mm -hmm. And it's not even that they're bad people, it's just that they... They didn't have to learn that. Right. Yes. You know, but that's different than just being a prick. Yes. And and I... I, there, I have a very, very short list of people I'd be like, that guy's a prick. Yeah. It's a short list. Because it's just, you can't do it. You're not going to make it to the higher tier in anything. Yeah. Yeah. I. Man, I have this. I have this theory that touring, like becoming successful as a, an artist and touring, has the ability to freeze you at whatever mo emotional age you are when you oh, became famous. So I'm I'm fascinated with the fact of people that have risen to stardom when they're kids. Right. I like we don't we don't val. No one talks about the value of man you going and having to find laundry and doing your own laundry right, right, right. trying to figure out how you're going to pay rent or yeah. trying to be the or being an opening act like yeah. how much you learn opening for other people and being a peon where nobody yeah. gives a crap about you and you see how good it feels when people do or whatever like that whole rise you're talking about if you don't have that it's very tricky yeah it's, it's tricky to i think it's tricky to appreciate it yeah you know like huh mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. and and if you're going to do this you have to appreciate it because it's not easy. I mean, it's like yeah. everybody looks at this. I mean, like in this particular moment, my life looks fucking sweet, Dude, you know, from this that? balcony. But like the amount yeah. of days leading up to this moment where I was so fortunate to, to be sitting on this boat. Yeah. Like even in the last week and a half. Yeah. Just the amount of like sleepless nights with my f fucking kid in the back of the bus. Mm. And, and it's, you know, I'm not looking for any, you know, I'm not looking for anybody to feel badly for me yeah but but i i do think you know if you never slept on somebody's couch doing this job if you never like had a hard time putting enough dollars together to get the gas in the van 
and and get a bite to eat. Yep. Bite to eat. If you if you never played, like show after show to so few people, if not zero, but still having to show that you care. Yeah. Like, if you skip that process, yeah. You know, it takes a lot of uh, good character yeah. to fill in that gap of of appreciation, mm. and it's and I'm sure mm-hmm. it exists, and I'm sure there are people out there who have done it, but I would say the handful of scenarios where I've ended up on the road with people who I'm like scratching my head at, yeah. you realize nine times out of ten, it's they missed that step. Oh my gosh! Yes. Totally, and I, I like your I like your mindset of it's not uh, it's not impossible because it does you can have that built in you know, depending on how you're raised in your life situation what you value but it's very very rare yeah. to have that I think so man okay if I'm gonna be honest dude I could sit here in this hot tub and talk for you with you for but it's hours it's getting hot it's getting hot I don't want to ruin you I, thanks for hanging out with me it's good to have I, you good here. to have you here. Hey! Yeah! I love it. Yes. Okay. Let's end it with this, though. Yes. I, I, man, I wanted to. I would have loved to chat cocktails at some point. We'll grab a cocktail in we'll the future in lives. I'm down. I think with tomorrow that. we have cocktail. Um, oh yeah. I'm hosting a cocktail Are you symposium really? tomorrow. Dude, let's get into cocktails. Yeah. Uh, I want to end it with this question, and it just, just what's come up with everything you're talking about, and the the. Uh, the depth you're willing, like the openness you're willing to be in this yeah. conversation, I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, and so I want to, I want to go eat one step deeper. So in Japan, there's a word that, because my shitty memory, I yeah. can't remember the exact Japanese word, but it is, it translates to the reason a person gets up and out of bed in the mm. morning. And so after all these years, after all these tours, after all these being in the back of a freaking bus mm-hmm. with your kid crying, putting out an album, the process, everything. Yeah. What is it that gets you back on the road? Like, what is it about all this that makes you say, "No, nah, it's worth putting out another album. It's worth it's worth leaving my family." Uh, I mean, it's still just the greatest high, you know. I mean, honestly, I think I I have an addict's blood that runs through my veins, and uh, I love the high of writing a great song. That's like. I mean that that is that is number one, mm-hmm. but it's like but so close to that is the way that I feel after like a what feels like a perfect show. Yeah, you know, and and like mm-hmm. I love to entertain people. Yeah, and I think really like if I'm if I'm going deep inward, I feel like it's two things. It's like the, the song is what gets. It's what gets to like my subconscious. The song is like what gets yeah. there. The show and entertaining people mm-hmm. is like the outward manifestation of that, you know. And 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 I I crave intimacy on a large scale. Yes. Like I crave massive intimacy. Like I want to be in the shit with so many people at once. Yes. Like. And I don't know if that's unhealthy or what. Yeah. But like, I want to wake up and know that like I can go deep mm. with as many people as possible. Uh, you know, like. Oh yeah. And that's really, and I think that's why there's a depth of connection with the mm-hmm. fans because like I don't get off if I don't feel like we're like sharing some weird symbiotic like therapy session. You know, like. Yes. And that's it for me, dude. And it comes out. 
it comes out. People think you can hide that shit, but if you don't care about people and you don't care about all right. that, people yeah. people can tell that. That's why I like that's why I like that's why I like playing like shitholes as much yes. as I like playing stadiums. Okay, yeah, you know, because because totally. like, sometimes in a shithole, the depth of connection can be so powerful, and it can be the same in a stadium, but like. It, it's almost it's almost agnostic of of scale. Mm. It's 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 about mm-hmm. it's about the depth of of connection. Yes, you know. Yes, man. And I wonder if your belief in that is what ties all these things we've been talking about together about the di- and the massive horn that the ship is taking off as we're. And we are leaving port. Hopefully my band is on ship. <laughs> okay. Dude, thanks for hanging out with me, by the way. My pleasure. And I love that we're taking off from port in a freaking hot tub. Yeah. Who could beat that? Hey, guys. This is Rob with just a quick note before you head off into your week. I just wanted to say a huge thank you, a massive thank you to any of you that have rated, commented, or subscribed to this podcast on iTunes. Also, thank you to those of you that have reached out to me and shared your stories of how these interviews or some of these conversations have impacted you, have inspired you. Man, that has been so awesome to hear. If you have a story you'd like to share with me, head over to thecuriouspod.com slash contact, and I'd love to hear your stories or any just questions you may have for me. Hey, while you're over there, if you want to check out show notes for this or any of the other interviews I've done or contact info for this guest or any of the others, head over to thecuriouspod.com for any of that. And also, I'm really pumped about this. We have a map right there on the front of the website that shows all the locations that these interviews and conversations have taken place. It's pretty cool. You can click on it. You can see where these have done. If you want to go visit them, if you've heard something you like and you want to go check it out for yourself, that's right there. Or you can just check it out at thecuriouspod.com slash map or just right there on the front of the website. I'll show. I'll show. (laughs) Also, if you want to reach out to me on social media or follow me anywhere, pretty much everything online is the Rob Morgan at the Rob Morgan, whatever. You, 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 You know the drill. All right. Enough of that nonsense. All this podcasting has made me thirsty. You know, (laughs) I am so pumped that I do not have to deal with sponsors for this podcast or else I'd have to tell you, podcasting makes me thirsty and nothing quenches a podcast thirst, whether you're listening, uh, interviewing, editing, recording, listening to something unrelated to a podcast, nothing quenches a thirst like a Guinness. Hey, Hofi, can I steal you for a second? Do you have anything you want to say about Guinness? I'd like to take a minute to thank Guinness because it truly is made of more. That's all. All right. That's it. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I love that crap. All right. Have a great week. See you next Tuesday. Anything else? Thanks for being here. (laughs) (laughs) Say the most random thing you can think of. Mm, Yell it. I got nothing. The only word I can think of is formaldehyde. (laughs) Perfect.